0: just talking to me Do you think that you could repeat the question? We're here nobody panicked. Slight technical difficulties. We might be a couple minutes late.
2: All
0: right
3: I did it right and I did it fast this time. So
2: and I'm up and look at you learning yeah
0: you I'm getting there it only, took me get me.
3: it only took me three or four weeks right, right. to learn
0: that. Just getting the hang of it, and you're only a temporary host. You'll be a pro, and then when we're by, we don't need you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the game show. Here's your parting gift. See you later. I'll take a bag of M&M's. All right. there you go. Consolation prize. I mean, we can start with Yeah, let's you want. get rolling. No let's get rolling. All right, let's
3: go. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? My name is uh, David Consoli. I am the guest host for the Paying Attention Podcast at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. I am, like, extremely excited about today's show. been waiting for this for a couple weeks. We're going to take a—for three reasons, I'm excited. The first is we're going to take a break from politics which is always nice. The second is, uh, the real estate business is somewhat tied to what I do and it fascinates me. I I actually can talk to these gentlemen and know what I'm talking about other than politics, you know? And the third is I found out that these gentlemen are Italian and they're foodies and who else likes to talk about food than your guest host. It's easy. But before we get started, I got to thank our sponsors. Uh, these guys right here: McLennan Real Estate, Century 21, or vice versa, Century 21 McLennan, Marsan and Son Construction, EIS Investigation and Gun Training, uh, the Doug Mercurio Law Office, Barelli's Deli. I saw the sandwich of the day yesterday, and it had um, like cutlets with roasted peppers and um, Ruckley Robbie, Ooh. my favorite. Oh, yeah. and my everyone in my I house Robbies this week. Everyone in my house hates them because uh, they're bitter, yeah, but uh, my wife still makes them for me. God yeah, bless her. Yeah. Uh, Tomo Shake and Seafood Clear Path for Veterans New England. Uh, AFC Urgent Care. Uh, my crew at Pleasant Valley Landscape Contractors. Uh, they're actually working in the sun today. No rain. Isn't that a treat? Uh, stacks, Par 28, loaded in the Zani Pesh Law Office. And a free shout out uh, to JG's Ice Cream. Uh, before I get to my guests, I got a couple housekeeping uh, items that I want to take care of. Oh, boy. Uh, last week, I'm. I messed up toward the end of the show and I forgot to mention something pretty important and I'm going to mention it now. Uh, The Bellas are playing at Flatbeds this Friday. At six thirty, right? No, no, but close.
0: When, when, <laughs> next Friday. Next Friday. Next yes, Friday. my band, The Bellas, we are playing. Actually, we're playing next Wednesday at six o'clock at Amphora in Derry. Okay. And we are playing at six thirty on Friday, the twenty second, at Michael's Flatbread. And Bar if I, and I Grill forget it again, Salem. you come
3: up here and smack me upside the head. I please. mean, I don't okay. smack people. <laughs>
0: it's an Italian thing. What is with you guys?
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> A violent people.
3: No, and, and the other housekeeping item is uh, has to do with last week's show. Um, I, we did the lightning round, and I had uh, I got a little bit animated on one of the questions. Uh, regarding uh, the Irving Gas Station, and I started getting messages. Can you pull that up, please? Sure, sure. Go
0: ahead and tell people about the message. I can't read it from here. Oh, would you like me to read it? It says, David, on your last show, you were way too critical of Irving Gas employees. As a business owner, you should know that it is hard to motivate employees to do their job. Being shorthanded is a problem everyone has. Not sure what you would do if you had to deal with the same issue they face. Eileen. Okay, Eileen,
3: I'm a business owner. Been a business owner for 35 years. We're shorthanded. Uh, recently, we lost a couple guys. Guess what? Buck stops with me. I went out there and helped my people uh, service that. That gas station is a disaster. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, this is Methuen. It's not Mogadishu. Okay. There should be burning tires in that parking lot because that place is a dump. This is what you get when you try to get a receipt um, at the gas station, and I got two more shots from what happened to me the last time I went there.
0: So what's this in this picture? This is a broken pump you said. I, I, I like don't Yeah, I don't I don't even know what I, I think
3: that I think the pump committed suicide cuz I pressed yes when I asked for a receipt. Uh-huh. So it just it just euthanized <laughs> itself. And then and, let's have a look at the actual receipt. So this then, is on three different or two different visits. Two different occasions. the uh, first one is this is what you get when you ask for a receipt. Uh, second one is it's Very it's, polite. Yeah, I know. They're mocking me. They're telling me to have, have a, a nice, nice day. day. So I understand that that this particular facility might be shorthanded, but where is management can someone answer me that question? Because I know that my staff was overwhelmed, and we put in extra hours. We did what we had to do, and I went out there and picked up the slack. So I have been to many, many different Irving locations, and they're clean. The hand sanitizer's full. There's towels. There's, there's gloves for the diesel pump so you don't get diesel on your hands. Uh, the washer fluid's full. Uh, there's no trash. You guys are falling short. I'm sorry if I was a little rough on you, but I, I stand by it. So to the management, for those people, please, please pick it up, and I, I'm done on this subject, okay? And I'm still going to call it Somalia Gas because I think it's, it's fitting. So to my left, to your right, we have two wonderful gentlemen who um, work for McLennan Real Estate, Century 21, or vice versa, right? Sure. How, do you, yeah. how, do you, how am I supposed to say it?
0: Say it
1: correct. We like to call it Century 21 McLennan and Company.
3: Okay, so we've been saying it backwards. I'll have to, for five years. I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little yes. dyslexic, and I'm very, very excited to have you on today because we can talk about this strange real estate market. Uh, I'm seeing um, very, very low inventory. Um, no matter what city we we are primarily, we work primarily in Andover, mm-hmm. and anything that has been going to market um, since COVID hit is like lightning. Absolutely. And I found it fascinating. Like I, I've bought plenty of real estate, sold some real estate, and when I bought a house, you, you put your, you do your purchase and sale. You'd have your home inspection, and then you'd, you you'd pick your clothes. day. People were waving inspections and bidding um, tens of thousands over.
1: Were the, and still. Were and still. We're All right. And so still. please elaborate. All right. So um, quickie background. We we are a family own brokerage. We're probably the oldest brokerage in the same existence. Uh, so my mom, Janet McLennan, uh, started the uh, the firm in 1985. With three generations now, I've been in the business uh, since 92. I've been running the business for about the last 20 years. Sam McLennan is my nephew. Some people still out there. Often confused. Often yep. confused is thinking Sam is my Third kid that we don't talk about a lot.
3: Well, about. he's too good looking to be your he's, son. Yeah, Sam.
1: <laughs> Sam is not a little boy. Sam is thirty three. That came up when we were doing the, some notes before. So, Sam's been in the business about ten years, and I think you know we are a unique brokerage where we have the experience. We are we're part of the fabric of these communities that we serve, but we also evolve. And Sam, I think, is a big catalyst in the evolution of the marketing. And I just want to throw that to you and. Talk a little bit about the marketing we do and how we do McLennan.
2: Yeah, I think in order to kind of advance the company, we've been very uh, cognizant of how can we change, how can we adapt, how can we fit with the times while building on this solid foundation that was established in 1985. And we've really taken that approach into how we market properties, how we market the company, uh, our training programs. I mean, we've really deep Taking a deep dive into all of it and uh, just modernized everything that we do. And uh, Are we
1: the kings of video? Because I think we're the kings I'm, of video.
2: I, I don't want to, you know. Ten, I, that's for the viewers to pe- decide. People are talking about yeah. video
1: now. Go back seven, eight years ago, watch some early McLennan oh. real estate video. It was good. And it I, had some food. I, we combined real estate and food 10 years ago. Do what you I love. I saw my Go.
3: first one today that oh. you guys, I, I had never seen one. I saw my first one. I, I laughed. Good. I, I really laughed. I think you guys do a great job with that.
1: We have fun with it. We're lucky. Because we are all McLennan owned, we do not have the fear of being fired or spoken to. I am the, <laughs> I am the HR department. And if you could sit in on some meetings where we're coming up with ideas, Ugh. and I'll get to the point where Sam will go, dude, too far. Can't do that. We can't do that. I'm like, I think we can do that. He's like, we can't do that. All right. But we want to talk. Uh, we had a couple of notes of what are the challenges in today's real estate market. We just have some quick ideas. And so the arc of what's been going on, and I tell my clients now, it was absolutely insane. Pretty much the timeline of when COVID kicked in, 2021, 2022, it became insane. That's when the bidding wars. That's when prices were jumping $100,000, 150000 dollars what was 750 in North Andover immediately became a million dollars, and what was 375 in Bethune became 600 thousand. So where are we now? Uh, the challenges that we want to talk about. The, you know, the the key factors are inventory, interest rates, affordability, and the economy. Uh, I'll take inventory. So we talk about inventory, that's the, the number of homes that come on for sale. Year-to-date, that number is down significantly. It's down 30%. So in a town like Methuen, instead of 460 homes coming up for sale, it's more like 310 homes coming up for sale. Does that mean the sky is falling? No. What is it more like? It's more like it's getting back to the normal market before COVID. So there's many things we're going to talk about where I'm going to say, stop freaking out. The market is not. It's not doom and gloom. Uh, so what's happening right now? That uh, So inventory down year-to-date, about 30% of homes coming up for sale, but they're still selling. Supply and demand, one of the biggest driving factors we're going to be touching upon, there is far more demand than supply. So yes, there are fewer buyers out there. Yes, it's tougher for that first-time buyer, but a good home coming on the market is still going to have more qualified, strong buyers that have come on and they're going to scoop up that home. So at any point, it does look like either there's not homes coming on. That what they're doing is they're coming on and selling. So even when numbers were way up in early 2022, it didn't seem like those things were sale because they'd come on, they'd sell right away. Um, so
3: can I ask a question? Yeah. How do you guys um, try to get the most Listing, so you're competing against, um, like a Remax. Yeah. Okay. So, what strategy do you? So, if, if if we used to have, I don't know, let's say 400 properties, and now it's down to 200. I'm just throwing numbers out yeah. there. So, there's more competition for less. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what's the the Century 21 strategy to get the listing versus, uh, like a Lillian Montalto in Andover or a Remax? Or, or another agency.
2: Want we're on that absolutely. So we definitely have a lot of different targeted marketing efforts, and we're explore- We use a lot of different avenues to target home sellers, but it really comes down to relationships. It's our reputation. It's our the people that we know and what we do in the community to give back to the community and be a part of the fabric of the community that are going to make someone pick up. Everyone knows a hundred realtors,
1: right? So why do they call us? It's because they know us and they like us. And we're going to do the best job. As the market changes, they are much more inclined to say, you know what? If I want to sell, Methuen, North Andover, Southern New Hampshire, we're a big company. We cover all of Massachusetts and New Hampshire. People, two years ago, every home was going to sell regardless of the marketing, regardless of your condition or pricing. That's changing right now. Bring back the landscape. Let's get some mulch. Let's clean things up. Um, and people are more inclined to say, this is my largest asset and I don't necessarily feel comfortable maybe having my so-and-so's connection that just got into the business and came from another industry. They're going to go with, um, those people with 20, 30 years experience. Right. At experience matters now more than ever. Experience does matter. It it really if does. there is a,
3: uh, I, I bought a property in New Hampshire, um, at A lakefront property, and we ended up backing out a deal because the home inspection showed some mold, yep, and we had a terrible realtor. Right, I mean, he, he, was, he was. I would have
1: told you so. Get rid of the mold. I would. I would have made you feel good about getting rid of that mold. <laughs> no, we we, we went some, that we, sale.
3: we went out somewhere else and it ended up working out better. Yep. What we had, but I'm just saying, we didn't have a. I mean, it was in central New Hampshire, up in the lakes region, but we um we didn't have a very good realtor. So yeah, experience matters.
1: Absolutely. You
3: know. So what's the next point that you wanted to to bring up besides inventory? Because just,
1: just to cap on doom and gloom. Pricing is still up 3% year-to-date over last we're year. We're at all-time highs. So we're wow. still at
2: all-time highs. January, everybody was screaming how the market is on its way to a crash. It was all over the headlines. We're at all times highs. We Locally, we're up about 4.5%.
3: Well, the last time we had a crash was in 08, and yeah. I knew people were, people were borrowing way more than they should have. Right. Interest rates were way too low, and someone that should have been... Um, Given a loan for a three hundred thousand dollar home, was buying a five hundred thousand dollar home because they were spreading it out over thirty years, and yeah. saying, "Oh yeah, I can I can afford
2: this." And Have then, you tried to get a mortgage recently? It's like they pull you through a keyhole. They 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 really the, the self employed guy like you that is, you, that is not going right to be... I'm, bl- I'm
3: blessed. I haven't had a mortgage in twenty some odd years, so God I, bless I, don't, you. I don't know. But, but for
2: the, for the average buyer, it is extremely difficult to get a mortgage compared to. How it was in a way. Even
3: even with that 7% rate, they don't – yeah. I, I would I would have thought as is, is an, an experienced guy that they would say – you go to them and say, I want a million, but now it's, it's harder to get it. And they'd say, nope, we're only going to give you seven.
1: Yeah. It's just as hard. It's just calculated with a different rate. Absolutely. And there's not going to be a crash because everyone – Every home that's sold most likely went to an incredibly qualified buyer with a huge down payment. Yeah, There's no zero money down. There's no FHA 3% down buyers that are winning these bids. They're getting blown out of the water by 30% down buyers. They're not going to be impacted by the economy quickly and be losing these properties. And the price is up. If they had to move, they'd sell the property. Wow. I guess yeah. Talking on interest rates,
2: that as you bring that up, I, I would call that the second most important thing, kind of, or challenge that the market is facing right now. And uh, right now, rates are at about seven and a quarter, which is a lot higher than they were during these kind of pandemic stimulus level rates when they were at three or sub three percent. I mean, putting that into perspective, a three thousand dollar principal and interest payment at a three percent rate is about seven hundred grand. At seven and a quarter, you're looking at maybe 475. So that is affecting how much people can borrow, how many qualified buyers are out there. And you would think it's going to have this big effect on demand, right? It all comes down to supply and demand. But it has not put enough downward pressure on demand to curb these
1: values.
3: That is so scary for a first-time...
1: That's how time. tight Th- inventory
3: That is. is so scary for a first-time home
2: buyer.
1: Absolutely. Here's the difference, though. There's the buyers that were in the market a year, year and a half ago that didn't get homes, and they're pissed. Right. There's tons of buyers that are coming new to the market. They weren't in the market then, so they go to their lender. They say, what do I qualify for? They have an approved price range. They come to us and say, what does $400,000 buy me? That's a different mindset than saying I'm I, now I'm overpaying for something. No, they need a, they need a place to live. Maybe that's not a split entry. Maybe it is a townhouse. Maybe it's a town a little further away. But all the new buyers coming in the market. They're not impacted by, my God, they're not pissed about the rate.
3: I want to touch on that point when you said a town a little further away. Sam, are you seeing a shift northern northward?
2: Absolutely. I think that people are casting a much wider net when they're searching for properties now. And I think that once you get into some of these more rural areas where you're getting a little bit more land, maybe a little bit bigger house. Commuting to Boston less. Exactly. Yeah, that remote. A lot of people are working remote. remote now, so... You're saying you know what? I that think is I really, would rather be. That in the woods. is really
3: bad for my business because our maintenance crews that go out, yep. they they get micromanaged now cuz people are around sure. where before people were too busy. Oh, oh, it's, it's it's a nightmare. Absolutely. I could only
2: imagine. Yeah.
3: So so people are moving further north Absolutely. cuz New Hampshire is becoming more attractive. Sure, yeah, It is. I mean yeah. even places like Plastow, Kingston, Danville, those prices have gone
1: way up. Pelham's pa- like the junior Wyndham. Yeah.
3: Pelham's not near
1: anything. It's near Wyndham.
3: <laughs> but, but Wyndham's <laughs> near an interstate.
1: Yeah, well, because you're a spoiled Methuen focused. <laughs> I love Methuen. I like my highways <laughs> to be a mile away, and that's an unrealistic.
3: <laughs> I like my bow tie 495, yes, 93, and 213 in the middle. i am never leaving. it. Us right.
1: Methuen folks have an unrealistic expectation of convenience.
3: Yeah, it is. So, what is the next uh, challenge out of the four that we're facing?
1: Uh, affordability. Things. things are expensive. The average home sale in Essex County is $810,000. Five, ten years ago, you'd get people say, I want to buy for $2,250. There's really not much around here you can do that. Lawrence used to be maybe the first level of affordability. It's not. Lawrence's prices are through the roof on everything. So that is a challenge. But you know, I think buyers come in, they, they establish a price range, and we work with them to, you know, maybe a two family is it, it, it and then uh, rents it through the roof. So it isn't as easy as saying, I'll hold off and not buy because you're paying $2,500, $3,000. There's no options of $900 rent anymore. So that's keeping buyers maybe purchasing earlier. I felt like the millennials were hanging out and, and right. comfortable renting longer and now they're back to buying. So what else we got on that? Um so they, what, there, there's a there's still a surprising high number of buyers at seven and a quarter percent interest rate that can purchase an eight hundred thousand dollar. So house.
3: what advice would you give to people um who have a, first entering the, the, the market as a first time buyer, and B, someone that wants to either upsize or downsize. Feedback I've gotten from my clients is some of them want to downsize. They're locked into a two, two and a quarter, two and a half, okay? Yeah. They do don't do want, you have
1: a cool name for that? I
2: call them golden handcuffs. The yeah. golden the cost handcuffs. to move is just a tough pill to swallow like when you're that. at a 3% rate.
3: And, yep. and they want to move, they want to downsize, yep. get a smaller home. Um, but the rates are in the sevens now, so like I'm going to sit tight. And even even I'm living in a very large home. I said to my wife, "Someday I want to, you know, downsize." She's like, "Why? You know, we're we're all set here. If good, we go out, we're going to overpay for something."
1: The good news is your value is going to hold. Right. Um, it's you hit a home run if you're in a position to say, "I'm going to leave Andover. I'm going to head to the Carolinas. I'm going to head to Florida. I'm going to head to a more affordable region." But to Downsize and say, I want to stay within Wyndham. I want to stay within a, a very close yeah, geographic. It's not, it's not worth it. It's it's a, a lateral move you're downsizing at the same cost. It's it's a lateral move uh if, yeah. you, if you were giving up a two. What I do
2: tell people though is well, it's important to consider all the you know economic things when it when it comes to buying and selling property. If you're ready to do it. And it's going to fit your lifestyle. Time in the market always beats timing the market. So, if you want to build that over 55 unit that, you know, design it the exact way you want and have it be the house that you grow old in, you know, the longer you're in that property, the better you're going to do. You may as well make it the way you want. Oh, I agree. If rates come down, which they're projected to, values are only going to go up again. So, you know, I think that you have a better chance of scoring. A property at a lower number with a seven and a quarter percent rate than you do at a five percent rate. So
3: what I'm what I'm getting from this is you guys are coming in here and projecting there will be no crash.
2: Yes, uh, not in no, the foreseeable I, future. I, 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 I do not see. a crash. I, I think it's all markets pretty soft. markets are cyclical. Yeah, and I, I do think we. I saw thought something bottom. was coming.
3: You know, because I'm not as experienced as you guys. I, I, I'll give you a short story that we work on a subdivision in Andover that I've had since 1989. Wow, and we have about. Thirty homes in there, and right when COVID hit, they're like, they're thirty five hundred square foot homes, three car garage, all cookie cutter Colonials. Okay, so the first one sold for a million bucks. It was like, whoa, everybody. Three years later, one seven five, and they're paying cash for it. Right? Yeah, it blows my mind. So I'm like, so. I'm just a regular guy. I'm like, wow, how can they sustain this?
2: You know, no. but I guess what so. You're the biggest saying- thing that we see is people outside the industry are citing affordability as the reason for a market crash. You know, what comes up must come down. Yeah. It can't go on like this forever. I mean, these are the things that we hear time and time again. But what the statistics are showing us are that enough people are affording an average, you know, median sales price of $810,000 in Essex County at a 7 and a quarter interest rate that the values are still climbing.
3: Are you kidding me? The median is 8 800 now? Yeah,
2: in Essex, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
3: I did not know Unbelievable. that. That's that's million incredible. dollar
1: homes are much more like a dime a dozen than what we saw 10 years ago, 20 years ago. It's yeah.
3: Wow. Yeah. That that's that's pretty impressive. Yep. So, yeah, so I guess interest rates you know, a lot. Of, it is holding a lot of people back. So, what would you suggest for people that you know want to sell now? Okay, that you know, I'm I'm going to pick a realtor. Okay, yep. and uh, I actually did a consult with one of your uh, one of your realtors. Brought me in on some like Bob Barcellos, nice great guy. guy, great, great newest, guy, newest newest stuff. How to get the property to market? Is, this was this he's is a a legend, like he's a family. He's... Of, this was a few decades yeah. ago. It's oh, oh, yeah. been a while, but. Oh, yeah. um, to the point, guy knew his stuff. Yeah. I, I always remembered him because yeah. I got some realtors that are that are idiots.
1: That you remember them I too. Want, I remember, <laughs> remember them the too for the wrong yeah. reasons. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think both buyers and sellers you need to start the process by really doing an interview. Don't don't just wing it. And I, I think a, someone coming in with real specific market knowledge, not someone that's saying, "Tell me what you want to do," and I'm going to agree with you. But someone's going to say here's how we're going to prep the home for sale so right now in this market people do have to maybe offer up the homes are selling for a premium the buyers are expecting leaning more towards a premium level quality product so prepping the home for sale super important for those sellers and you know with buyers i think a new buyer getting into the market they need to sit down and be educated i think some buyers think i'm going to call on the house i'm going to go to an open house without real leadership and mentorship and being guided through the process you're gonna be, you're gonna be spinning your wheels. You're gonna be writing shitty offers. It's you're gonna waste a year. So whether you're buyer or seller, start with someone that you really develop a client relationship with, and you're gonna know when you feel comfortable with somebody. I know when I can talk with someone for forty five minutes, at the end, you go, "We're on the same page. This is gonna work."
3: Yeah, I I totally get that, and I I I hired a realtor about two decades ago. Um, I had like a little over 20-some-odd acres in West Methuen, and I subdivided and sold some lots. And I was adamant, this is what they're going to sell for. And the realtor told me, "Uh uh-uh, this is the number. And I was stupid. (laughs) I held out. And you know what? It sold for exactly what they told me it was going to yeah. sell for the, the lots that I sold, so the
1: good ones are pretty good, yeah, we kind of know what we're doing. yeah, yeah the good ones on. are pretty
3: good, so yeah. you know you't if you, if you're not a realtor, don't pretend that that, that you are one
1: don't it, the, the, the numbers are too big, don't wing it, don't right. fake it. All right, so yeah.
3: before I transitioned into some food uh, conversation, is there anything that you want to talk about or
2: uh, uh, do we finish. cover it all? Do you have any uh, we cover yeah, it all? I think I think we got the gist. Of we it. got, all the, right. we ju- got what we want jump to jump say. Up. All, all right. right.
3: So a couple weeks ago I did I had one of the uh, city council candidates on and she said Matt McClennan, he is a foodie. Okay? And is, uh, as a an son of Italian immigrants, I am all about food. So what yeah. is your favorite thing to do in the summer? I love to Oof. grill.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, the name is McLennan. Half of you know us well. <laughs> He's gonna... half, half of you know us well and know that my mom, Jan McLennan, is all Italian. So it stems from my grandmother, uh, Mary Bardazzi, Mary Caraccio, hardcore Italians. Caraccio. Ama- amazing cook. So that that's how we grew up. And a lot of us, Sam is a third generation. I think we enjoy eating so well that we – can't rely on someone else to say we better make sure – we can't rely on just restaurants. You can't rely on hopefully someone's going to cook no. for you. So we like to cook. So summer, absolutely uh, good. With the, not that the weather helped the summer, but cooking outside, I've got – Are you I mean, a ribs guy or are you I, – I, I certainly can do ribs well. I enjoy a brisket project. Really? But that
3: sounds like a lot of work.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, I'm terrible as, at grilling. As friends will say, I've got three chicken cookers. I've got the Weber. <laughs> yeah. I've got the big red egg. I also have the pellet grill, the Traeger. So depending on what it is, a pellet grill is going to be a nice set it and forget it, easy way to do a brisket. A
3: pellet grill, huh?
1: Yeah, like a Traeger. Traeger those those are great. Those yeah. are cool. So those are great for ribs, great for brisket. Um, pulled pork, We can do that on any of those. And but I do, and people will watch me on social media and they're thinking we're blowing out steaks all this. I love chicken, Ugh. I love a barbecue chicken, and you can, you can accomplish so much for like 50 bucks versus <laughs> yeah. like 400 bucks. If it's like, hey, come over for steak night. Um, but I think this summer I, I focused on obsessing on doing chicken. Perfectly.
3: So if I decide to sell my property and sign a real estate agreement with you, I'm putting in there you have to feed me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, we, we do weird stuff so like that. So do you like yeah. to bake it all or do you, are you simp uh, are you just I'm, simply like a
1: chef? I am very lucky. I have a wonderful wife who's a teacher at the my school. I mm-hmm. would say she has the skill set if baking needs to be done. She does she, she does. can do that. That's like my mom. I, like I if I if it had to be done I can feed. All right, so no baking. That'll bake. All right, but, so
3: what about what about like Italian dishes? We only got a couple minutes left before we do the lightning round. So, are you like a a Sunday sauce? kind of Absolutely. guys. And Absolutely. And we're
2: so spoiled you can't have it anywhere else. So his mother, my grandmother, Janet McLennan makes the best sauce you have ever had in your entire, and we call it sauce, not gravy. I was just going to say the mom, same mom, thing. Mom, don't it. call it,
3: it Mom, I'm so sorry. <laughs> gonna, I'm going to bring my mother in here next week.
2: She, <laughs> we're going to have a that, cook-off. That's
3: how I grew up too. Absolutely. They'd they be putting the oil with the onions, frying up the sausage uh, and the, the meatballs, smell. and braising everything oh, before yeah. they made yeah. it. Yeah. It's just, so you guys still do that. How often do you do uh, my Sunday mother? Sunday. My mother
1: will still do that. So Absolutely.
3: mine does it every week. Yeah, I love so
1: that. Um, it w- we'll probably get at least two a month, but we can also special request to say, hey, pull something together if, when we're craving it. If someone, if if one of the kids has come back from school to visit. It'll, it'll be a sauce dinner.
3: Yeah, one of the things that I miss, my parents are getting older now, but my father was had quite the garden. and he, You know, you want an eggplant, you'd go yep. out there and, and pick it, mm. and they would they would make it any way you want. You could marinate it, you could grill it. We're, could, we're
1: too lazy to garden, but we, but we live right next to Butcher Boy. No,
3: I don't garden either. Yeah. I mean, I, I just don't want to be outside after you know all the years. How about
1: of, artichokes? Does your mom make artichokes?
3: artichokes? Yep. Oh. Right? So right? You know, you know, you know, do you know how to say that in Italian? Cogoccoli?
1: We just call it. An artichoke, an artichoke, so you yeah, know, well, yeah. you
3: learned something new today. There you go. It's yeah. called Cagoccioli in in Italian. I love it, it.
1: What's cacciavive? Is, is that uh, I don't know. What am I just is saying it differently? Yeah. Doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound. does huh? right. Is that a, Keep it moving. Stick right. to real estate. Right. <laughs> um, what else? What else we got?
3: So yeah. So that's those are the kind of the two things my wife can do. Like she makes like a she'll do like a chicken and broccoli and and stuff like that. And I, I like those sautéed like um marsala dishes oh, yeah. and, and is like he's that.
1: mastered the art of the cutlet you, I, i'm I mean, a am a cutlet king it'll be like you know i could do cutlets for oh. 50 people at a holiday like it's nothing
3: mm-hmm. my wife every wednesday is cutlet night, yeah. and she does half the, of them regular and half of them um palmed. yeah pom
1: and the best way to do it is hang out in the kitchen and when they're coming out of the oil when they're scalding eat those cutlets yep i do then you don't then you're not even hungry for cutlets else. i get, everyone else eats I get the this Get away. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> get away. She hits him. Like one time I came home and the whole house smelled like cutlets and the Central Catholic football team was there. My wife was feeding them all. Sure. You know, so oh, yeah. we live yeah. a charmed life. Yeah. All right. So we're going to get ready for the lightning round. Okay. Q. So I'm going to ask you folks a couple silly questions. All, all right. We have to answer as quick as possible. Let's okay? do it. All right. We're going to go with the food theme first. Wow. Oh. Question number one. What's the strangest food you've ever eaten?
2: Bull testicles.
3: Oh,
1: whole pig head maybe. I'm going to go with caviar. Scorpion. Oh, Ooh, scorpion. Yeah. G-
3: g- really? Yeah. Wow. Is it good? No. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's the first item you pack when you're going on a trip? Matt, I'll start with you.
2: Sunglasses. Oof. I guess it depends on where the trip is, but I uh I'm probably going to say like my phone. Something lame.
0: Murphy the Perfect.
3: dog always. Smile. Mine's a little silly. It's, it's underwear. Because my mother always said, make sure you have clean underwear yeah, on. Go. So I, I well. never want to get caught with dirty underwear. <laughs> you know. I don't know what's wrong with me. What is the? Wor- I'm going to start with you. What's All the right. worst thing you've ever gotten
0: in the mail? <laughs> I was like anthrax no first thing that popped into my head good answer um, probably one of those pyramid scheme letters yeah. Like, oh. with, like it's that, you know, I don't know what the equivalent is here but in Australia it would have like a five cent coin stuck to the top and they're like if you send this to a million people and blah 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 and you're like what get yeah. a life
1: how about you yeah. The United States government would like to audit you for the following years. Oh. Have you gotten
3: audited? It's not fun. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's, okay. oh, that's not fun. Nope.
2: Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan of really any bills, right? That's, that's
3: yeah. never fun. Yeah. To me, it's yeah. IR, anything IRS and, oh, um, yeah. and they just want to check
1: it. It's close, a pan, it's Close a second dental appointment reminder. Oh. Ooh. Ooh.
3: Famous person that you would like to meet and have lunch with. I'll start with you, Sam.
2: Oh, meet and have lunch with. Um, I don't know. Who would be a good, good one to meet and have lunch with? How about Slash from Guns N' Roses? He seems oh, like a good time. Sounds like fun. <laughs> he took the wind out of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I, I was ready with Jimmy Page. We're, we're big music guys, too. We can come back and talk music uh, for a whole.
2: I my fr- my fr- producer, fr- she's great with I, music. I want to
1: come see you. There we yeah,
2: go. Please,
0: yeah, please. How about you? Is the same Um, thing a music person? Yeah, that's hard. But I'll go with I'll go with my idol, Gavin DeGraw. We've met before. I'm thinking uh, Ronald
3: Reagan, but you know, I I like the old Republican presidents. Yeah. I'm going to start with you. Favorite childhood toy.
0: I was going to say a stick. There's lots of videos of me just running around with a stick. I'm not kidding. There's a video of me with a stick, and there's like a rock with water in a hole, and I'm literally just going, sh- 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 one more, and I was having the best time of my one life. One more open-ended question. Yeah, You're going to hit me with a stick. Fine. Yes.
1: Uh, the entire world of Star Wars is very important to me, so that, that those early 70s Star Wars-related things, greatest okay. toy ever. Uh, I'll go skateboard. I was a big skateboard guy, wow. so...
3: Being a child of the 70s, anything Fisher-Price. I used to love those little Fisher-Price toys. you open up the barn and it would moo. I have a lot of good childhood memories of uh, the Fisher-Price toys. Die Hard or Terminator? What's a better movie? Terminator.
1: I have never seen Die Hard fully beginning to end. So Terminator. Wow. Good for you.
0: Are you talking about originals or sequels included or just the number one? Whatever you want. Sequels is die hard but originals terminate. Okay, yeah, I was going.
3: Uh. So, I'm going to say Terminator as well. We are unanimous. Oh, oh. So, we I mean, get t- Look at him producing <laughs> me. Make the sound
0: happens. Unanimous. Unanimous good finally.
3: <laughs> All right. Favorite flavor of ice cream. Go.
0: Mint chop chip. That's a good
3: one.
2: Peanut butter Oreo. Oh. Coffee. Oh.
3: Coffee, that's good. My son loves coffee. Yeah. I, I like a, a banana chip. Like, um, like a, right. I used to like chunky monkey, but I'm, uh, they have that at the Irving. No,
1: <laughs>
3: no, but I'm boycotting, uh, Ben and Jerry's. Um, okay. Sam, I'll start with you. What is your favorite family tradition?
2: Oh, uh, let's go Sunday dinner. It's an easy layup yeah, and, easy uh, layup. you're not wrong. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'll riff a little on this. Christmas is huge, but I've spent maybe 12 years of New Year's Eve. We stay in and have Beef Wellington We're just with just my core, my four McLennan's. Nice and quiet. You notice the older you, I stay in. The older you get, the, yeah. the
3: quieter New Year's
0: Eve gets. Yeah. How about you, my friend? Yeah, it's a hard one. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I would probably say like a Sunday dinner thing
2: as well. Okay, for really me, fun. it's
3: going to be uh, Christmas Eve. The consoli tradition is we all gather around and we buy joke gifts. There you okay? go. Okay, and uh, like my mother got an apron once with this, this sexy body on it, and there's, there's all <laughs> oh, kinds of oh, like someone cool. someone had a helmet with a um basketball net, and there's all these funny things. We uh, would
0: do that with our friends, not with family. Yeah. That would have been one of my favorites, and it, it
3: was. Non, non-stop laughter
1: we it's, went
0: one further though so it, you had to buy the worst gift possible for this person like, and then we would all vote and whoever gets the worst gift they have to display that no questions asked in their home for a whole year like you're not allowed to hide this horrible <laughs> gift So, yeah. and one yeah. of my, one of my was, favorite memories <laughs>
3: is my mom opening up one and pulling out a jar of ragu and screaming what's this shit <laughs> <laughs> she was all offended
1: do you have the seven fishes we, do uh, we,
3: we used to. We don't do it anymore. Well, yeah. you know, okay. So it's uh, it, But it, the joke gifts is my favorite uh, thing. Okay, so other than what you do now, what um, profession do you think you'd be good at?
1: Sam, I'll go with you. Oof. I would be a film director. <clears throat> I recently been thinking about this. I could be a version of a music producer that could not have a real skill set other than sit and listen to a band craft a song, and I can sit there and give ideas of saying, tweak this, tweak this, tweak this.
3: I think you'd be a great chef. Too hard. Too hard? Too hard. Kind of a producer's job. Okay, so other than a producer, a producer. what would you think you'd be good at?
0: Uh, anything, because I'm so wonderful at when I put my mind to something. <laughs> no, I, if I had to choose, I, would, I don't know, an actor, but I've also done that. I don't do it for a living, but I've done that as well. So. Oh, okay. Anything um, in entertainment. Anything in I entertainment?
3: Like. Yeah. Um, I think I'd like to be a comedian. I I like to make people laugh, and when we have people up at the lake and stuff, it's always, you know, always joking around, so. All right, so next question. What is the worst part of
0: going to the gym? (laughs) Hmm, Do I judge other people or do I not? Um...
3: Okay, you can pass if yeah, you want. Yeah, I okay. got nothing. Sam. I,
2: don't... Uh, I love going to the gym. I would say maybe like if you're in a great routine in the middle of you know a bunch of sets and, and you're waiting way too long for someone to finish on finish a machine, on the machine, or, machine.
3: Or, yeah. or, you know.
1: Matt, what's the worst part of going to the gym? That pre-gym contemplating, do I go to the gym or not? <laughs>
3: yeah. Okay. Well, for me, it's the bathroom. Uh, the guys that are at the urinal. You watch them; they don't wash their hands, and they're touching everything. And I don't want your schmenza all over my equipment.
2: I'm sorry. I so gotta wash schmenza more into my <laughs> I like table vocabulary. Oh, okay, yeah. I like that.
0: Wash—that's wash- a, a verified
2: Italian <laughs> word, right?
3: Wash your hands, people. It's—it's it's disgusting. Okay, what movie could you see over and over
0: again? Oh, I have so many in my rotation. Just pick one. Anyone? Stand by me. Stand by—that's a good one. I know. Sam.
2: Big Lebowski.
3: I've never seen that. <laughs>
0: Educate yourself,
3: sir. Jaws. Ooh, For me, it's the good. the Shawshank Redemption. There's something about that movie. Oh. I just and my wife will not watch it with me. She's seen like the end in the beginning. Yep. She hasn't
0: seen the whole thing all the way through. Can I, just, I say something really yeah. unpopular? It's a very overrated movie.
2: Oh, I know. Come
0: find me, people. Get the stick.
1: Get the I stick. Know <laughs> it, was,
0: it was hyped for I, so many years. I didn't watch it until probably about five years ago, I and just, it had been hyped so much for my whole life that when I sat and watched it, I was like, I feel "Like, it's a good movie." You but might.
3: You might be right, but I just I find it very interesting. I, I don't know. There's something about that movie that I like a lot. Yeah, um, many better movies in the world, people. Matt, I'm going to start with you on this one. What is the best musical instrument, in your opinion?
1: Guitar, rock, electric guitar,
0: electric guitar.
1: Yeah. Sam, yeah.
2: uh, bass guitar, the unsung hero.
0: Oh, I'm I'm always
3: drawn to a piano. I'm gonna agree with you. I, there's nothing like going to like a restaurant and there's a little like piano in the background. But and when when you s- listen to a song that has really good piano um, on it, I think I think it makes it. Even though I love guitar as well, oh, I love all instruments. A good horn section. <laughs> mm. I'm going to start with you again, Matt. What is the one item you hate recycling?
1: Jeez. Um, probably something that's all sticky. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a fan of touching dirty stuff. So if it's easy to recycle, and oh. I do recycle, yeah. but I probably bitch about stinky like, stuff. Okay. Uh, pizza boxes.
2: You never know Cutting what towns take them, what Cut- towns don't. Sometimes you can recycle them. Sometimes you can. I never know what to do.
3: Cutting up that cardboard is a pain oh, in the neck, too. Yeah.
0: I'm just dumbfounded. I thought I was going to say pizza boxes. I'm like, that's going to be a weird answer, <laughs> that's okay. right? No, pizza uh, boxes. You. It's annoying, I'm right? Like, I never know. I'm like, it's yeah. really I have, greasy. I have, in exactly. It. Yeah.
3: How about a that's peanut so butter funny. jar? You can't clean them. Right. It's a pain in the neck. Right. So that's the one thing that I hate. Uh, my my wife's the recycle Nazi. You, you know, she you got to recycle everything. We're peanut
1: butter Nazis. So the peanut <laughs> it is clean when we're done oh, with it. It's clean when it's I'm clean. done with it.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, What's the best type of bread? Italian, I'm giving you four options. Right. Italian, French, Syrian, or American. I'll start with you. Why do you ask such difficult questions? This is not like,
0: ah. Uh... Give me the options again real quick.
3: Okay, Italian, French,
0: Syrian, or American. I'm going to go French if it's good French bread. but like,
3: yeah. Sam.
2: I know I'm expected to say Italian, but I'm going to vote against the party
1: here. It is French. Triple yeah. Tripoli stick. So it's, it's perfection.
3: I'm, I'm going to go with French, too. I like a Piro's. Oh. Piro's is a good... You, the braided... You just...
1: He's got you 20 bucks on bread, to just man. watch bombs at the, <laughs> this place. Come on. They're names.
3: Well, I like oh, Tripoli's. Okay. Tripoli's is good, but if, if I had to choose an Italian bread, the, that Piro's
0: twisted He supports Tripoli's. He brings me boxes of their cookies. Oh, no, I love Tripoli's. Okay. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not dissing them at all. Oh, They're
3: great. I, there's just something about a Piro's twisted bread that I've always liked since I was a kid. Okay... Favorite flavor of potato chip,
0: Sam?
1: Salt and vinegar. We hang out and <laughs> eat salt and vinegar chips all summer long, so it's salt and vinegar, yeah.
0: Salt and vinegar. I feel like, we guys need to hang out? One. I think so. I'm going to sure. break the tradition. I like a plain rock. Of course you do. Of yeah, course. I knew do... you were going to say plain. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she distracted me as the plain potato chip kind of guy.
3: All right, final question. <laughs> all right. What is the best vacation
0: destination?
3: In your opinion.
0: Oh that I have been to or that oh, I would they, like to go. That's so like I've either. only I haven't been that many places. Either so or. um Thailand Koh Samui, specifically in Thailand, I've been to. That's kinda like the Hawaii of Thailand. It's not the mainland, it's on the side. We spent uh, ten days there a few years back. And okay. it was incredible. Beautiful. Beautiful place. Sam.
2: Uh I have been itching to do some time in Greece, so I'm gonna throw that out there. I have Ooh. not been, but the whole meek my
3: niece and just went there. She said yeah. it's wonderful. Yeah.
1: Definitely Italy. Uh, we did a great tour, great trip this summer. Leaning Venice, but uh, Amalfi is pretty spectacular. So probably yeah. Amalfi, but I really enjoyed Venice, and I've been, done Venice three times. I got to work on like
3: my. It. If I ever go, I got to work on my Italian because I have that Sicilian dialect. My my Italian is atrocious. <laughs> so for me, it's the Cayman Islands. I just like anything in All the right. Caribbean. So so that's that. So I want to thank you guys for coming in. Right. I enjoyed. Uh, you can roll up, Mel. Thank you so before we head out I want to thank our sponsors um McLennan Real Estate Century 21 or vice versa Century 21 McLennan Real Estate I'll say it that way is and, right? company. and company
0: and yeah. company he'll get it they'll get it one day don't worry I don't know
3: Tom will come back and butcher it
1: <laughs> it's the company people that like to hear like and yeah, company and company
3: Marsan and Sun Construction EIS Investigation and Gun Training the Doug Mercurio Law Office Borelli's Deli Tomo, shaken, uh, shaken Seafood, Clear Path for Veterans New England, AFC Urgent Care, uh, Pleasant Valley Landscape Contractors, Stacks, Part 28, loaded in the Zani Pesh Law Firm. Free shout out to JG's Jay's Ice Cream. cream yeah. And again, Bella's is next week, correct? Yes,
0: twice. Wednesday at M4 in Derry and Friday at Michael's Flatbread Bar and Grill here in Salem, okay. And New tonight, Sadie's, right? You'll yes, be host- come out to Music Bingo, Sadie's Bar and Grill, Salem, New Hampshire, where this month uh, our charity is the Salem Animal League. Uh, that's our charity, so every dollar that goes towards it outside of prize money gets donated to them at the end.
3: Okay, next week we have two uh, Methuen School Committee members, candidates coming in. Yeah. And uh, Tom Sir. Duggan, get well. He's on he's on his way back. He's he's doing much better now. So we're looking forward to getting him back in here. So I want to thank you folks for coming in. Yeah. Mel says we gotta go home. He already said
0: it, but he that's already all right. said it. Oh you're okay, still, I'm a little you're bit still old. This. It's fine. Let's go home already. All right, let's do it. Uh,